Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. It is St. Patrick's Day here on God's green earth. Um, anyway, and uh, it is a gray and chilly day in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, the It's um, kind of cool after last week's uh, fake spring which was awesome. Um, I spent a lot of time outdoors. Running was just fantastic. It was great to run without wearing tons of layers. Um, but we got some chillier temperatures right now, but that's that's okay because I feel like um, spring is very clearly and viscerally now um, around the corner. And I don't know. It just seems... Things seem... Like there's like good things are on the way. We'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think it's I think the temperatures are supposed to warm up again in the next couple of days and and I think we're gonna start to get used to um what those weird days where it's kinda you wake up and it's cool, but then it gets up to the sixties. But then it's a little weird because there's a lot of pollen in the air and it's kind of rainy. You don't know how to dress, but who cares about dressing? Because um, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, the last the last um, two and a half weeks since the last episode, honestly, I've just been thinking about the weather. Uh, it was last Tuesday. That was the first nice day. Was that it? Last Tuesday, um, the ninth. And when you look at the ten uh, day forecast. Um, you know, when I saw, I, which I check all the time because I'm just obsessed with weather apps. And when I saw that 10 days in the future was that 58 degree or whatever it was day, I just had it mentally circled on my calendar. I could not wait. Um, and when that day came, it was fantastic. And in our little backyard, it's protected because of the wall of the garage next door that there's no, there's no wind and the sun just beats down and it's, it's at least 10 degrees warmer in the backyard than it is in just out our front door. So it felt great. I was, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. Um, it was really nice. And they did not change the Wi-Fi password in the gym, uh, in the condo complex. So I'm able to sit outside and work, which is great. Um, I haven't done that the last few days since it's gotten cooler, but now I can see that I will be back to going outdoors. Last summer, if you recall, I spent many mornings just sitting outside working until <laughs> basically till lunchtime. It was great. Uh, when you get past lunchtime, the sun gets a little weird, and so it doesn't work. But morning is, is fantastic. But anyway, in the last, since we last had an episode, um, the only outings have been, I think I think it was two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago now, we... Uh, we went out to Jamaica Bay Wildlife Refuge, which was a suggestion from my friend Matt Tyson here in the neighborhood, and I asked for hikes that are very close by, meaning within an hour's drive. So not even going up to like Bear Mountain, for example, which is like an hour and a half with traffic. So he suggested the Staten Island Greenbelt, which we did last fall, I think it was, um, Ramapo State park in new jersey which we may do soon although it takes like over an hour to get there it's annoying because it's past paramus 
and then um jamaica bay wildlife refuge which is one of those little well the whole refuge is all of those islands that are in jamaica bay that you see when you fly over into jfk um and there are several roads like kind of north south roads that cross the bay and one is the gill hodges bridge which goes to jacob reese park on the western end of it and the other is on the eastern eastern end there's cross island i think it's cross island boulevard and there actually is a neighborhood on cross island um which looks (laughs) i don't know i mean probably fun enough to live on uh but anyway on this island also is the act is like the sort of easy to visit part of the refuge and there's a little parking lot and a little visitor center which was closed but it was the bathrooms were open which was cool but you can there's an east pond and a west pond and we went around the west pond which is 1.7 mile and it was beautiful and there were a lot of birds and it was cold that day it was like 30 degrees which was bearable when you're amongst the trees but when it opened up with no trees there was wind you know you're out in the water and it was pretty pretty frigid um oliver wanted to turn back several times but i sort of tricked him into saying that since we were going in a circle it made sense to go forward which was not exactly true until we reached the halfway point but he didn't know that um and there's also an east pond which is much larger which is across the road so you actually have to like wait for the light across the road and then the paths continue and there's all these other trails and you can actually walk on trails for several miles from like the quote-unquote mainland all the way down to you know the rockaway peninsula or the rockaway whatever you call it so i highly recommend it it seems like a few people that i know have done this judging from response to my photos but um many have not and i think it's um i highly recommend it um and then the other pretty interesting part about this little day trip out there which was only a several hour trip trip was um we went for the first time to the legendary Roll N Roaster, Roll and then the letter N and then Roaster, which is in Sheepshead Bay. And it's basically kind of an Arby's, kind of a pizza place, kind of a fast food place with lots of cheese, fries and melted cheese on everything. And yeah, the roast beef is kind of like their their thing. And um, that's what I got. And Oliver got pizza and Julie got wings. And I called in the order and then we took it to go and yeah so it was uh it was pretty good i would call it very good i actually prefer arby's um but i'm a long time arby stan um but roland roaster is um was great and i could see why it's so popular and it was definitely crowded for pickup and they had indoor dining which obviously i would not do but um since julie has had at least one vaccination with her second coming up i asked her to go inside and <laughs> actually get the pickup um which she did um so it was nice to finally go to Roland Roaster. And um, other than that, the rest of that week and weekend, nothing really happened. Um, my friend and bandmate Drew Thurlow came over to the stoop for a visit around midday on, um, I think it was last Wednesday. Um, yeah, it was last Wednesday. But he was walking up Smith Street and he texted me and I was like, yeah, come on over. And so we hung out on the stoop. It was one of those nice days. While we were out there, my younger niece came home from school and then Oliver came home from school with Julie. And it was just a nice, uh, it was just such a pleasant stoop afternoon. So um, 
that was great. Thanks for coming over, Drew. And I think he will come over more often, but they were, he and um, the family were out of town for a while, and I think they are back now. Um, oh, and he helped me secure a parking spot because right in front of our house, a Tuesday spot opened while we were hanging out, and I was parked across the street in a Wednesday, Thursday spot, which I would have had to have moved in the next few hours. And I was like, oh, I should grab that. And he goes, grab it. And he went and stood in, in the empty spot. I don't know what would have happened if a car tried to park. But anyway, he stood there, and I grabbed my keys, and I ran down the street. And I would say that within 90 seconds, I was in there parking, which is great. Oh, and a similar thing happened this morning. I was tying on my running shoes um, in the front near the front door getting ready to go running and through the glass through the window I could see the Tuesday spot directly in front of our house vacated like I saw the person leave and so I threw on my mask and I like ran across the street um, and started my car faster than I ever have and like put it in gear faster than I ever have and I like drove diagonally 20 feet across to this parking spot thereby securing a Thursday, a Tuesday spot on a Wednesday. And I was, it was like winning the lottery. It was great. And then I went for a run and I think that was my fastest run in like two months. Um, cause I was running on pure parking adrenaline, frankly. Um, let's see in other kind of social news. We had a work zoom last week, which was a lot of fun. It's been a while since we did one of those and lasted about an hour. And then most people jumped off, but then Three of us stayed on and talked for another hour, and that was great. Um, shout out to Dylan and Kayla. And what else? Oh, and this past weekend, well, there was several things going on, but um, our friends Joe and Daria lent us the house they're renting up in Westchester in like a rural corner of Westchester called Pound Ridge. And we went up there for the night. And the best part about this house, besides it being just an awesome getaway, because we don't get away as much as anyone any of us would like is it had a pool it had an indoor pool so we got to go swimming in a heated indoor pool which is insane and it was so much fun and oliver loved it and this this pool room had ceiling fans which he loves and it was a great little kind of present because sunday was his birthday he turned eight years old so we kind of even though it was complete chance that daria invited us to go use their house um complete chance the timing wise um we uh sort of couched it as a birthday celebration which he loved he loved that house and he keeps talking about it and he can't wait to be invited back which i guess will happen when we are all vaccinated and our hosts can actually be there so we can actually see them and talk to them and hang out um and then on the way home saturday back to new york we um stopped in new canaan connecticut and we saw um our friends jim and denise and two of their four kids and they kind of took us around New Canaan, which is just the little center of town, which is pretty cute. Um, and we went to a toy store there and Oliver bought, we bought Oliver toys and he was excited and that was nice. And then we drove back to the city on the Merritt Parkway, which I remember when we lived in Connecticut as a kid in the late eighties, my dad, I'm pretty sure I learned that it was the first highway in America, divided highway in America, which maybe I need to check on that. But anyway, I do love driving on the Merritt Parkway. So that was the past week. Am I forgetting anything? No, that was it. Oh, and then for the actual birthday on Sunday, the family upstairs came down and we had pizza and we had cake and that was it. Um, quiet birthday, which is, I think, what Oliver would have wanted anyway. Um, 
All right, well, moving on to things I've listened to. Um, I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, I listened to a bunch of singles, basically. So here we go. Um, Wish Me Well by Jules Shear. Jules Shear is a longtime New York City musician, songwriter. Um, he was the first ever host of MTV Unplugged. And he is known for, besides his solo career, writing the song All Through the Night by Cyndi Lauper and also If She Knew What She Wants by the bangles and he has versions of both songs and they're interesting um but i I would say the the versions you're familiar with are better but great songwriter obviously so he has a new song called wish me well which is in that vein and it's pretty good i was a little surprised that the instrumentation was very kind of bland it was sounded like a demo but anyway it was a good song i listened to the infamous new van morrison single because this whole album you know he is a music covidiot and he thinks this is all a hoax and blah 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 and he's a truther and all that bs and anyway his new album is called i don't know but it has all these song titles i think i talked about it last time i listened to latest record project that's literally the name of the song i think that was the name of the song i was doing yeah and it's like sounds like every other van morrison song of the past 10 years which is kind of a bouncy nice major key melody r&b song and it's pleasant but I used to enjoy these songs. He's had a couple of really good songs, um, but most of the songs of the last decade have been these kind of like pleasant, kind of forgettable songs. And this is one too, but it's not so forgettable because it's just, he's really reaching his like cynical, like he doesn't even know what to write anymore. But I do think it is unique and and kind of like weird enough that you should go <laughs> check it out if you're at all curious because it's, I mean, just purely for your curie, you know, looking at a car wreck's sake. Anyway, um, listen to the new St. Vincent song, Pay Your Way in Pain. It's very good. As people say, it kind of has a ooh, uh, hazy 70s, almost synthy vibe to it. Um, I listen to the new James song, All the Colors of You, which sounds like classic James, um, except with maybe not as catchy a melody, um, which is a classic band <laughs> thing that happens as you keep going. But um, James is great 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 band um one time we were playing taka taka was playing at bush hall in shepherd's bush and one of the opening bands well we were an opener and the other opening band was this band uncle bob with a k uncle uncle bob with a k and their manager was um oh my gosh what's his freaking name one of the guitar players in uh james was the manager that's what i remember about that um oh and the headlining band was my brightest diamond who are from here and great let's see we listen to the new neil young crazy horse live album way down in the rust bucket which is uh recorded at the first sort of quote-unquote rehearsal show of the ragged glory tour of what would become ragged glory and a lot of these songs are debuted live and it is a two cd set um and it is fantastic 19 late 1990 neil young and crazy horse um, listen to the new song Lonely Places by Rose City Band, who are about to have their third album in three years. And Rose City Band is the guy from Wooden Ships who lives in Portland. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Oh, Ripley Johnson, I think. And uh, you will recall that I loved Summer Long, Rose City Band's last album last year. It is really great. It just sounds beautiful and melodic, and it's like a modern take on, I would say, 72 Dead. Great. Perfect for the summer. And I uh, listen to half of the new fruit bats album the pet parade which is produced by um, my friend josh kaufman and it's great it's just great melodies um 
Eric from Fruit Bats has a distinctive voice, um, which sometimes can be um, so noticeable as to, you know, it's like, um, well, the voice is such a strong instrument, but overall, it's just um, once you get used to it, it just becomes like part of the sonic thing. And um, yeah, there's like, especially the first song on the album is just this kind of showstopper of a kind of slow, beautiful tune. Um, anyway, the Pet Parade by Fruit Bats, it's on Merge. And other than that, I have not been reading any books, except I kept going in Free Food for Millionaires by Min Jin Lee, and it's still great. But for whatever reason, sometimes it's hard to get back into that world, and I end up picking up Dune instead, and I just keep rereading parts of Dune. Um, so that my Dune year continues. Um, and let's see, beer-wise, just been, I feel like I bought, oh, in Connecticut, I, oh, no, actually in New York State, up in Pound Ridge, I bought this beer from Ridgefield, Connecticut, called, from Nod Brewery, and the beer was a double IPA called um, Super Mantis. Beautiful can, really hazy, great beer. And on the other end of the haziness spectrum, Threes, I bought some of their just like more Czech Pilsners. I'm on that Czech Pilsner train. Had some short fuses, um, finished my undones, but um, I still have a life world ready. And I got two cans of Yor at the deli, the Korean deli around the corner. And I still need to get Indivisible, which is their newest and apparently latest or maybe last in a series of Czech Pilsners. Um, so I will be getting that. And that's about it. Um, tried to do this on Sunday, but with all the birthday shenanigans, couldn't find a free moment to do it. A free moment also where I can do this in quiet. Um, so here I am. Anyway, I guess that's it. Um, March 17th, 2021. Uh, March Madness starts, well, technically tomorrow and then Friday. It's uh, on a different schedule this year because of logistics and testing and everything. But remember last year, we were all psyched to watch March Madness because we'd be working from home. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Well, now we have hoops this year. At least that that's good, right? And I think we'll be vaccinated within couple of months at least here in new york um all right that's it uh this has been the conrad life report episode 61 wednesday march 17th 2021 from carol gardens in brooklyn sitting um by the window uh looking out the window south um talk to you next time